Focus, Ryan. Focus. Getting Saturday Night Live flashbacks. <laughs> Help. I've been kidnapped. You guys know the song, right? Everybody, we know the song? Do you know the Saturday Night Live skit? Kenny, do you, Ken, Ken, do you know the song? It sounds familiar, yeah. And so I'm assuming where you grew up, you didn't. This is not played often in your hood? No. <laughs> You better not get caught rolling down the street listening to that <laughs> shit. I'd say that right now. <laughs> so the reason... Hey, wait. What Bruce Dickinson wants. We, we got to say our thing. Bruce Dickinson Ryan, say the thing. What thing? This is the Dadvocacy Podcast. Hey, this is the Dadvocacy <laughs> Podcast. Uh, Forgot what we were doing here. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 14, right? Episode 14? Yeah. Yeah, we're here. Okay, cool. So we played Don't Fear the Reaper. Reaper? Reaper. <laughs> the Reaper. The Reaper by Blue Easter Colt. Um, Dylan and I were like, listening to it one day and dude, it needs more cowbell. Like it does need more. cowbell. It, the yeah, skit's fine. amazing, but this song doesn't hold its own to the cowbell, especially the condescending cowbell when he's like staring him in right the in their face. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's one of my favorite Wolf Rail skits. Yes. Um, that and the, uh, the angry suburban dad where he's like, I drive a Dodge Stratus. Ever yeah. seen that, one? that one's mm-hmm. my favorite. I love that one. So. We are continuing on um, our divorce series. This is part two, right? Um, we'll figure out a title later on. <laughs> Live before a studio audience. Yeah. If you guys hear any crunchies <laughs> or crispies, uh, we've got Kendrick and Junior in the house. We have lots of Easter candy. Not Good Friday. <laughs> but we've got lots of it going on here. The diabetes. Yeah, all the diabetes. <laughs> So I think so. Tell me about your dream you had last night. I right, dude. So I don't know why I haven't watched a show in forever, um, and I, I wasn't. I don't know. Maybe maybe I was thinking about the episode. You know where Will? Why don't he want me, man? Yeah. Oh, okay. Good. We're gonna have to play it. it gets, yeah. Oh my gosh! Right. <laughs> that cuts me every time. So yeah. last night I had this crazy dream um, that I was on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, right? And it was a reboot. So it wasn't the actual like show like like we think it. Remember it, but it was a reboot. So Will Smith plays basically. In in my dream, he was like a uh, he was a judge or somebody, something like that, right? Well, that's what Uncle Phil was in the show. No, he was an attorney. He was a judge. Was he a judge? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, damn, I got that all wrong, didn't I? Anyway, <laughs> now your dream is like falling apart. <laughs> hey, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway, so so Will Smith was playing the Uncle Phil character, right? Because it was like it was a continuation of what he did beyond. So he didn't do musical jazz. He didn't do anything crazy like that. He continued on and and did like became a judge like uncle Phil, because that's really who motivated him. Um, Xavion's in the house looking around. If you guys don't know it, stare down to the cat. I think we should have junior tell a story about, about the dog. Um, we'll see what happens. Hey, if something starts freaking out, it's cat and dogs in here. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the truth. So anyway, um, had the dream. Will Smith is playing this, uh, this, this character and he's like a, a foster judge or something. I don't know, maybe a family judge or whatever. Um, and so in my dream, I'm one of the, I'm one of the kids, right? Um, <laughs> I don't know why, but I am just, you're, that's how I see myself. Okay. I mean, you're 13 and I'm 12. Don't forget that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm 14. Um, I'm older. You, you got older slight, now? I'm slightly more mature than you. I thought last episode, you're 13, you're aging yeah, whatever. drastically and fast. That's the problem. I had a birthday this week. Yeah. Oh, no, it's okay. Yeah. So I'm there. Right. And so, um, and, he's a judge for foster kids and he's got a group. There was um, like up, about four of us, I think is in the group. 
and we're walking through the old mansion, right? Well, the mansion is, um, it's just broken down and graffitied and whatever, and just not looking good. Right. And so Will's upset and he's, and he's kind of walking through, he's got tears in his eyes and he's like got this cloth and he's really trying to rub the graffiti off the wall. Um, right. This is the home he grew up in. So he's really feeling bad about it. And, you know, I'm there and I'm just this young, straight, white foster kid who grew up in the streets, you know, just trying to blend into the background to survive and just get by. Right. And that's, that's kind of my character. That's who I was feeling at the time. Yeah. And the other kids have these other issues. Right. So they were pertinent to what's going on today. Um, and so all the kids are looking around, you know, like checking out this opulent place that's been destroyed and will, you know, stands up and he takes a deep breath and he goes, you know, this is why this happened. And he talks about BLM. Right. Mm-hmm. And I know my dreams are weird, but I remember them very vividly every time. Um, and so BLM came through angry um, and caused damage to the house, right? Because of special treatment. And we all know the plight of BLM and what their thoughts are. Um, and so he's, he's talking to the kids about this. And so I'm listening and, the, and I say, you know, um, in, cause I'm, <clears throat> I'm ghetto in my dream. And I say, I ain't never seen any special treatment unless you count always watching my back on the way to school being scared that in my hood, I'm minority, I'm the minority and I have to worry about being jumped every day going down the street, right? Or just keep my head down at home and hopes that I don't get beat by my parents, right? That's my privilege. That's my special. And that's, that was my character, which is kind of crazy, but that's literally, I mean, that's, that's how I'm thinking in my dream, right? Um, and the other kids are speaking about, about their struggles. So after they're done, Will sits down and he listens to everyone talk and then he kind of, he goes off like Uncle Phil would, how Uncle Phil would take that moment and make it right. I mean, if anybody's ever seen the show, it, it's perfect. Um, so after he's done, you know, he, he's talking about these life lessons and there's flashbacks to the experiences he had in the original Fresh Prince of Bel-Air show. So it's tying it all together, right? Um, and then after after he's done with all the flashbacks, you know, and, and talking to us, we all leave on this bus and Will decides that he wants to fix the mansion and foster all the kids and be that Uncle Phil character. And that's episode one of this reboot for the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I had my dream. So, did he talk about the one little fight where his mom got scared? No. <laughs> but he did or, want to talk about moving in with his uncle and uncle, uncle okay. and aunt in Bel Air. Okay. Yeah. Junior, what do you think <laughs> of my dream? The reboot thought. Just <laughs> such a schmuck. <laughs> the reboot. No, but seriously, is, I mean, is, I was Jeffrey there? Um, no, Jeffrey. Oh. I mean, he could be, but here's the thing, though. That He's was also that good, was episode one, right? Yeah. So, and and that literally was my dream. So it's episode one. It was like the pilot episode. Um, I mean, he could totally. You could pull in every character back in down the road. Only if just Ashley's back. back. Just you. Well, I mean, she's still alive. Mm-hmm. So, like, literally, Tatiana and Lee's still alive. Everybody's alive besides Uncle Phil, the original mom, and Aunt Viv, Aunt Viv. The, the replacement. Well, Jeffrey's dead. Too. No, he's alive. I thought last, Jeffrey died. Last I saw, dude, I, I watched the uh, special on HBO. Google And he was there. Quick. But, yeah, you, I mean, honestly. The butler so, from Fresh Prince Miller has died from cancer. Did he? You found Okay. Yep. That's sad. I'm sorry. Age that's, 72. He was great, though. But, I mean, still, mm-hmm. if you think about it, that would be a sweet mm-hmm. reboot for the whole thing. I'd watch it. Yeah, I'd watch it. I, I mean, totally. I mean, if, as Will playing that character, that's who I'd he is now it. anyway. Yeah, I think that'd be totally awesome. Well, so he's a pretty good mentor now. Yeah, I mean, Will Smith hit me up. Um, I'll help write or whatever you want me to do there. Bring back Carlton. Car- I mean, he's alive still too. Yeah. Well, I mean, why not Uncle Carlton? Like, could you imagine? 
all the fun and all the craze all right. you could have and all the topics. Get him off America, America's Funniest Home Videos. Kendrick, you're black. How do you feel about that? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> It'd be well spoken about on BET. I'd say that. <laughs> That's pretty. <laughs> Everybody, if you haven't noticed, Kendrick and Junior are back in the house. We are. We it's might gonna be get off the rails. It's going to get weird. Quick. We are going to get weird in here, I think. Oh, boy. Holy <laughs> smokes. So, divorce too. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So here's, here's a fun one. Um, since we have junior and Ken, Ken doesn't have any kids, but maybe he's got a weird, don't tell mom moment. About maybe dogs. it was like when you were a kid or something. I don't know. Yeah. So Ryan, we talked about this earlier. I don't know if you have any of these at all. <clears throat> I have a lot of moments where I'm just ridiculous and I'm dumb. And I have moments that I tell my kids are called don't tell mom moments. Right. Mm. One of the ones that really popped in my head is that my kids, Dylan, especially loved scary movie. The Wayans Brothers movie, right? Because it's stupid and fun and whatever, and it's all the greatness you want to have. Well, when A Haunted House came out, he was like, Dad, they're making a new one. And gosh, he was maybe maybe seven, maybe younger, maybe eight, something like that. I don't remember the time frame, right? And, and I'm seeing the previews. I'm like, cool, it's going to be great. It's going to be you know a mock on, on whatever. We'll watch it. So it comes out, and I'm like, dude, we're watching this today. So we're sitting at home and we're, we watch it at home because we like to watch stuff at home. And, and if, have you seen it? Have you seen A Haunted House? Mm. Anybody else in the room besides me? Okay. It's crap, by the way. I'm just going to put that out there. It's, it's, not like, it's not like the other good stuff. But we're watching it and it's, um, it's, it's like a spoof on paranormal activity, which is a whole thing. Okay. And there's a part where the Wayans dude, um, he wants to get in on with his girl because I guess she doesn't put out. I don't know what's happening there. You guys have the problem? Oh, no? Okay, uh, no big deal. That's been a that's been an episode. Oh, we talked about that. You're right. That's yeah. been an episode before. My bad. I, I don't want to open old wounds. <laughs> let's, let's not open old wounds. So anyway, so he wants to get it on. She goes, I'm going to go freshen up. And she walks off, right? And he's like, yeah. And he's kind of getting prepped for it. And he's like, I got I to gotta warm up, right? And there's this big freaking stuffed teddy bear. And he gets on this bear and he's like doing every freaking position possible, pretending it's a girl. I did see that. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, I'm sure you guys have, right? I mean, we've all seen some kind of movies, right? And so I'm watching it, and Dylan's next to me, and Christian's next to me, and I'm like, oh, crap. What did I do? <laughs> right? That was my, they were wrestling? That, no, that was my first thought. The boys were old enough to know. Oh, so okay, it was okay. literally, it was my first thought. And I'm like, I'm like I just screwed up. Um, but it wasn't, it wasn't bad, bad. So I'm like, okay, I'm not, I'm not super worried right now. Put my Jergens down. <laughs> All this of a sudden, is, kind of slightly worried about sitting where I'm at not, right now. <laughs> this is not an Eminem music video. Um. <laughs> yeah, I went there. I went there. Will a real Slim, slim Shady please stand up? Oh, boy. Sit down, Ken. Yeah. Kenny, stay there. <laughs> anyway, so um, so we're watching it, and, I, and I'm like, okay, that was bad, but it wasn't awful, right? So they continue on. Like there's, like there's like four or five orgy scenes in the movie. And at that point in time, I'm so committed. We're so far in, I can't turn it off. Dude, there's somebody listening to this podcast right now that like jumps in and they're going to be so freaking lost. Like, what? Yeah. But <laughs> I'm, I'm committed and I, I can't turn the movie off because I'm already there. And I'm like, dude, you've already seen it. Like, I can't do any worse. You've already seen it. You know? And I've probably had like seven or eight different movies like that where I assumed they would be okay. And you're watching this with your kid. Yeah. Okay. So from now on, well, I mean, they're old enough now. It doesn't matter, but... Um, to all your parents out there, pre-screen movies, just, uh, just an FYI, learn from my mistakes. Or did you ever have like, I mean, you, I grew up in a Christian household, like 
Did you guys grow? We were Satanists. <laughs> <laughs> no, and uh, did you, like your parents like <laughs> be sorry. like? Were they like uber over the top? Like not let you listen to certain things? Or so like, legitimately, dude. Um, growing up, you listened to rock music as a kid. So no, you, no, you but, but yeah, but no, no. But, before before that, right? Okay. Legitimately, um, our childhood growing up was Disney Channel. Okay. That's all we were allowed to watch. <laughs> Everything Disney, right? Is there anything that like something no- that is normal now that would have been like evil when you were a kid, like saying the word butt or like. So I told you my story about the first time I swore in front of my mom mm-hmm. about the H E double hockey sticks. Yeah. Poisons uh, song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hell would have been a bad word. So then. Uh, right now we can say anything we want. I remember watch watching, I remember watching Forrest Gump as a kid. Oh, you were a kid when that came out? Yeah. I was like. Later grade school, high school? No, I oh, know you're five. It years came out in '94. Yeah, you're right, you're, dude. It came out in '94. I was in high school. Really? <laughs> yeah, I'm older than you. Remember, oh, I'm yeah. six years older than you. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, so, okay, now I understand. Yeah. Anyway, so hey, do you want op or do you want the sloth today? I'm sorry. Uh, it doesn't really matter. Take the sloth. Sure. Okay. My spirit animal. I know. Um, there we go. Tell me. So your story, watching, uh, watching Forrest Gump, yeah, and um, the scene where like he's always well, obviously the whole backstory between him and jenny you know my mom mom would always like try to talk over certain things and like there's the one scene in particular where she's playing the guitar on stage was jenny naked yeah okay and all of a sudden uh, i'm like i'm in this movie all right like i'm watching this and uh my mom all of a sudden stands up in front of the tv and i'm just like you gotta be freaking kidding me mom like and like, so she did it for that one. But there's another part later in the movie. You see somebody, I think it was like Lieutenant Dan's butt or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, she didn't block that. And I'm like, you blocked Jenny, but you won't block Lieutenant Dan with the crap. <laughs> like, yeah. But uh, no, there was like just certain things that like when I was a kid growing up, like that were evil that like now I look at it and I'm like, I kind of snicker a little bit. I'm like, I'm starting to think my something's wrong with my parents. You know, that Porky's Revenge came out when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. And my parents snuck me into the drive-thru of Porky's. Do you know where me and my sister went? We were in the trunk. Oh, my gosh. She got us in, into the movie in the trunk. Getting up yourselves. And, and when we got there, to see this movie. is all she ever all she ever did was eyeballs. <laughs> if something bad came up, she said eyeballs, and we were supposed to hold the pillow up over That's like our the head. entire movie. Oh, but that's, yeah. yeah, you wouldn't watch any of that movie. <laughs> So we sat on top on the top of my mom's car, and if she said eyeballs, me and my sister had to hurry and lift up the yeah. pillow. That's but amazing. we weren't the only kids in there. <clears throat> oh no! So no. I mean, things hey, so have changed a little bit. Obviously. You guys are like Forrest Gump and shit. I'm like, <laughs> I, uh, so <laughs> do you ever catch up to those scenes? <laughs> I'm older now, and I don't even. The only thing that I remember the whole movie that I couldn't stop laughing is something about a hole being in the bathroom in the girl's so, bathroom. So what happens? And a fat lady pulling him through the wall. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Out of the whole movie, you well, think it'd be bro. boobs or butts. No, that, or that's something. like the best part. Cause we, we, that we was, that was that movie. <laughs> I had the movie. Yeah, of course I had that movie. He's, he's got, <laughs> of course. Yeah, we can, watch. we can watch yeah. it. It's no big deal. <laughs> the synopsis. Of, we'll we'll of have to do podcast. a whole different we'll, we'll episode of just watching movies. <laughs> oh, we'll yeah. just we'll do a show on just watching shows. So so as a Disney kid growing up, right? Um, I didn't have a lot of access to to things like that. Mm-hmm. So you had the Sears catalog. I mean, yeah, it was it was kind of like that, right? There was a field and stream. Do you guys, do you guys remember the uh, the the Disney Witch Mountain? Not not Return to Witch Mountain or those, but do you remember the the animated portion 
where it was like the big demon in the mountain came out and whatever, mm-hmm. and there was yeah. like all the little goats and the little fairies and nymphs and stuff. Yeah. That was hot. As a kid growing up, I was like, oh, dude, there's a bunch of little naked fairies running around because that was as good as it got for me, right? <clears throat> growing up. Um, first, first TV crush. Don't look at me like that. All right, first first TV crush. First TV crush? Mm-hmm. The chick from Kids Incorporated um, that sang the song Toy Soldiers, uh, Martika. I liked Punky Brewster. Uh, That's a different genre. Dude, Topanga. Everybody likes Topanga. Topanga, Topanga you can't change your mind. You already said one. Topanga was Okay, what do you got? Yeah. That was, I said, yeah. I like Punky Brewster. Okay, Small Wonder. Anybody have a Small Wonder fan? Do you know what Small Wonder is? I know what it is, and there's nobody attractive in that show. Yeah, there's nobody about? at all. Not even the little girl. No. That's gross. No. Hey, don't look at me like I'm crazy. Don't. Knock it off. <laughs> you said small. Kendrick. Kendrick, what do you got? What do you got? <laughs> Thank you, Kendrick. Save me. Don't say Roger Rabbit either. Oh, well, oh, well I mean, Jessica, Jessica Rabbit. Jessica Rabbit is hot. Is what are you honest. talking about? Hottest cartoon character ever. No. No. Hottest cartoon character one of them. ever was. Oh, geez. Is a, that's cool world. That's Somebody you. please tell Yeah, I was going to say cool world. Let, tell me to stop messing with my mic. I mean, I got to I used to be stuck on the girls on the seat by the bed. Say by the uh, bell? Yeah. Yeah, but okay. Tiffany so Amber which one? Sometimes. Tiffany? Yeah, yeah. Or Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Oh, both. 90210. I don't know. The, the blonde chick that was, after she they did were the only one to show? look at. Ugh. Oh, well, yeah. Elizabeth Berkeley. She like fell she, off after that. When she did that stripper movie, though, that set it off. <laughs> it, it was sort of different because it was a different her. Game she on. was older. Oh, I'm yeah. like, oh. Was she that. in, uh, was that the one that <laughs> had Burt Reynolds in it? That's what I'm thinking of. Was no, no, I, no, I think no. the one you're thinking about is the, uh, oh gosh, what, what was her face? What's her? She kind of like she brought back Flash Dance, but it was Splash Dance. Elizabeth. Yeah. No, there was, uh, um, what was the one? Ashton yeah, Kutcher's wife. What yeah. was her name? Oh, um, help me out. Shh. Brain fart. <laughs> yeah. Someone, someone listening, um, well, go back in time and tell me. She was a G.I. Jane. <laughs> yeah. Her. Yeah, yeah, right? Her. There was there was that movie where she was like sold to whatever rich guy. Yeah. Remember? I don't remember what that was called, but it was awful. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, no, with we, Demi Moore. We Demi, Demi, Demi Moore. There, there we go. go. Yeah. Thank you. Hey, who knows? I, I was brain farted out there. Hardcore. Yeah. Dude, hey, what's, what's that chick's yes. name from um, Halloween? The, the main the main character chick. She's in all of them. Isn't that uh? That's not what's his name? Sigourney daughter? Weaver. No, Sigourney was in not Aliens. She was Alien. but she looks uh, kind of like uh, that. Uh, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. So, all right. Can anybody name a movie besides the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger where Jamie Lee Curtis is attractive? Are you thinking of True Lies? Yeah, because she was good in that one, but only for like five minutes. Now, is there any movie out there? Where she's attractive. I gotta go IMDb on Other this one. Other than that one? I'm trying to think Come of on. Just give me a moment where she, where she actually, you're like, oh, dude, she's hot. Because, uh, no. It was, it was hard for decades. I think she's more attractive now today that she's embracing her beauty more because she's what showing how she's been places? aging slow and whatever else she's been doing. But but you haven't really seen that part of her. You mean Freaky Friday? For decades. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. just, just to think of it on a mature level, you know. I mean, okay, I guess that's fair, yeah. I'm letting him get this one out. I was, I was just letting my teenage angst, you know, get the best of me in that um, one. But, but thinking again, it, yeah, it's a tough one. I don't hmm. know. Yeah. No, I'm I mean, looking. I, so who was your favorite cartoon character? So are we talking like hot cartoon characters? Or are we talking just like... Any cartoon any character cartoon favorite cartoon character? was like, man, I could date her. Oh. Okay, okay. so it's got to be hot. hot. Okay. okay. So it's not going to be like a snork? Smurfette. Smurfette. 
She fun, boy. Remember the snorks? The snorks? I remember the snorks. <laughs> Those little, yeah, little, little yeah. things in the heads? Uh, yeah. They came on right after or before. Uh, uh, I, um, <laughs> I like the nerdy chicks. I liked Velma. Okay. Velma, I mean. Oh, yeah. Velma was. Oh, Scooby-Doo. Uh, she mm-hmm. was all right. Betty Rubble. Oh, Betty was hot, too. Betty Rubble. You just killed your mic, man. Yep. I think it just totally toasted it. Hold on. Let's see if I can fix it. You bastard. What are you talking, guys? So, uh, anyways, yes. Um, you still have the other mics, too, though, right? No, we can pause real quick the, if you want. You want have to. I'm going to pause. We'll be right back. Great time for an ad. Hey, yeah. Why don't you introduce uh, one of our sponsors, Anchor? Yeah, so uh, I want to thank Anchor FM. Um, do we do our podcast soon? I Did I get you? I, are back. I got it back, dude. Yeah. Hey. So, uh, anyways, anchor.fm is uh, where we record our podcasts, and they are posted from uh, Put You on Multiple Platforms. And um, totally free. Pretty yeah. awesome. You can record uh, in the app or you can do it online. Upload your oh, own wait, recordings wait, 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 we like to, we do. We can't do the full commercial. We have to wait. And No, I'm just going to read it now. And just, welcome to our, our yeah. ad space here. And there's going to be an ad here after what I just Two said. Two seconds. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> I hate doing that, but yeah. Let me, let me turn off the timer. <laughs> yeah, it so goes it crazy on us. It doesn't freak me out again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Betty Rubble, yes, absolutely. That was weird. Um, the Jetsons, the um, sister, the sister, the sister from the Jetsons. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Let me let me think. Hot cartoon character that I was like, yeah, about right, like little John. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Everybody looked at. Oh my gosh, Kenny for a second. Man, I'm. Mm. <laughs> he had flashbacks. Dude, I know. <laughs> I, I'm going to put it out there because what. <laughs> She-Ra was hot. She-Ra? <laughs> She-Ra? Dude. Yeah. She, okay. Dude. April O'Neil. Teenage Mutant Ninja uh, Turtles. Yeah, she's all right. You know, I'm going to put... Jasmine was kind of hot. I'm not going to yeah, lie. Uh, hey, now you're going to movies. Huh? No, even as a mermaid. Yeah. She was hot. Jasmine wasn't a mermaid. That was Ariel. I liked Mulan. My bad. Jasmine was in you're right. uh, Aladdin. I do. Okay, obviously I'm not listening to or watching movies anymore. Yeah. Come on. Uh, yeah. Help me out, guys. Throw me a bone here. I'm going to eat some more freaking Rice Krispie treats. All right, topics. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. Yeah, we can Ken, go. what you got? What's your, your hottest cartoon crush? That's a weird way to say that. You can't say the M&M, the green one. Yeah, that's not okay. <laughs> What'd you... You nothing? You it's just, dude, it's it, tough. It, Jim. Oh, wow. You can't. I can't believe you said that. You just said that. He was like loud. Betty Crocker. I can't believe you said that. Good. I don't even know how to feel about this right now. Kendrick, it's okay to kill him. No, you, you just did. did. You know what you just did? You just made a black man hungry. That's what you just did. Now wow. we own food. Yeah, hot food characters. Chicken and waffles. Okay, so I'll be real though. Chick Fil A. Hot food characters. The green M and M. I mean, you got to admit, Mrs. Butterworth had some shake in that when she walked across the stream. Someone tell me I'm wrong, dude. No, Kendrick, the, uh, tell me I'm wrong. Orlando Lakes Butter Girl. Oh, she's hot. Wendy's. The Indian. Yeah. The chick off Wendy's. Oh no! What? What? <laughs> I always wondered what she really looked like. I mean. <laughs> Isn't she real? Is she She's real? a ginger dude. She's gonna steal mom. your soul. It doesn't matter. Mom. Wendy was the mom. It was Dave's wife. I thought it was the, the daughter. No, it's the daughter. It was the daughter, yeah. I was 
I thought, okay, yeah, oh. it's the daughter. Mm-hmm. Would you really eat her patty? <laughs> oh, that came out wrong. That came out wrong. Number, uh, number one, please. Oh, Ryan's dying in the Combo. studio today. This Combo. is awful. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Extra biscuit. Oh, careful. careful. <laughs> yeah, it, lean, it leans back. Yeah, this is our best episode the or our worst back. one so I far. I don't know. We are not doing very well right now. And this is why we're all divorced. <laughs> No, just Everybody we're not, shut we're up. Not even, we're not even drinking. <laughs> we don't need drink for this. Yeah. Um, we have Easter yeah, candy. That's right. Should we actually do an episode? Yeah, <laughs> I think it's time. Do we have more? Do we have more we need to talk about? <laughs> we're starting to listen up. Random hot chicks, but it has nothing to do with being hot. We're sorry, guys. We we don't know what's going on. I mean, we just spent 24 minutes, right? <laughs> 20, really? Minutes 20 talking minutes? of nothing. Good Lord. Yeah, we've had 25 minutes of weird. Just hanging out. This is what happens. We haven't seen each other. Guys now. being dudes, man. Yeah, yeah I mean. Chicken on my mind. It's been since Valentine's Day. That we've, just, uh, we've got all three. Just guys together. being dudes. Yep. So good. Hey, so, I mean, I guess we can we can talk about it. Divorce part two. Duh. Right? Duh. Um, last Both. episode, we talked about brokenness and what kind of brokenness we bring into a relationship mm-hmm. and how it's not necessarily a bad thing, right? Um, what else we talk about, Ryan? I mean, there's other things. Should I scroll? Uh, I talked about sucking a boob. Um, don't forget to suck a boob. Get on that teat. <laughs> okay. Well, I definitely well, got to go well, back and yeah, watch. Yeah, 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 you got to catch up. You got to catch up thing. to that one because... <laughs> Thanks for the sound effects, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, if, but yeah. Um, actually, you know, before we start, one more thing. Junior, can you tell the story of how, how Kenny got his dog? And why the dog's in the studio in a diaper. It's like a baby monkey. So. Well, yeah. like the whole story, like that's a whole, that's a lot. Well, not just get a little bit. Just be like, you know. His, um, the, the he past- had a dog and his dog passed away and he uh, really needed a companion. So long story short, we got him a, a nice puppy. Where's the diaper? And, um. He's a little baby schnauzer, so he's cute as shit, and he's got a diaper on. <laughs> and he's, he's getting mean mugged by that cat, man. Yeah, he's smaller than the cat, and the cat's looking at him like... Sizing him up. <laughs> it's kind of funny. I'm really surprised that my cat's not doing anything. She's just chilling. I want to see him actually do stuff. I want to see him fight. fight that'd, club. Be, that'd be something. Fight, fight club. club. Fight club. <laughs> I think but then we can't talk win. about it. Oh, wait, hold we on. I'm turning into like Michael Vick now, like trying to get a fighting ring going on. Um, He's cute though. He is. Oh, Kenny, like you, you get him trimmed. Mu- Schnauzers have mustaches. I love it. Can you get him trimmed up or you bring him to the, what's going on? I did him myself. Oh, yeah, wow. Dude, can you uh, throw some, throw some like beard wax in that mustache <laughs> and twist get it, it. twist it? Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be awesome. That'd be <laughs> he, epic. He's a cute looking little guy. Just the goatee too, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I want to give him a mohawk. Get him a little beret. I was gonna do that, but like, nah, just keep keep going. Yeah, so we talked about um, we talked about divorce last week, obviously, and it was kind of like the the beginnings of it. And it was it wasn't like we were advocating for divorce because we also gave perspective and how to continue the fight too, or where you can change habits or change like mindset. Yeah, I mean, we're not um, we're not here to, to propose that hey, everybody should be divorced and they should no, whatever. Like anytime you but, do a struggle, yeah, go ahead and just end it. No, that's not. It the, is. Yeah, I mean, it's totally part of. Of life. I mean, it happens sometimes, right? Well, we're for the first and, time in, in our nation's history that divorce now happens over 50% of the time. Yep. 
Which is sad. That, I mean, when, yeah, it's totally sad. I think actually, you know, we talked about um, depression caused by cell phones and social media, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think that because we have a massive rise in social media that it's affecting relationships in a major way also? <laughs> that's a given. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. That's a I mean, massive you epidemic. think about it. Absolutely. And I th- it we, lends we talked to about touch cheating. Also. It lends to, I mm-hmm. mean. Everything. So we, yeah. we talked about touch and how touch is important in a relationship and how it actually bonds people um, mm-hmm. through touch and how you can save relationships through touch theoretically if both people are going to be for it, right? Yeah, sucking a boob. Um, um, yeah, sucking a boob. <laughs> that matters. but um, And not in the, the literal sense was more, I was saying like that's how I, why a child is more attached to the mom is because the suckling and feeding but in a literal sense, it'll help also. Yeah, yeah well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> a lot of the world's problems. Yeah, I mean, can yeah, Junior. You Instead think- of sending in the first Marines, we just start sending in the uh, the tents, the 36 Double D Marines, <laughs> <laughs> the 36 Fleet Marine Force. <laughs> yeah, Tank Girl, Tank Girl, nice. Oh my gosh, and her kangaroos. Yeah, I've seen it. No big deal. Anyway, so we talked about that. Um, <clears throat> Nothing, Ken? Okay, buddy, no worries. He's like, I'm, I'm he's, staying he's like, from this I'm conversation. It's staying okay. the heck out of that but, one. <laughs> but we talked about it because really it does need to happen. Um, there's like, there's three parts divorce, and that's why we're a three-part series in this. Um, the last episode was, it wasn't about we should be divorced or whatever. It's, it's We kind of did it both ways. We kind of clarified a few things, tried to help give pointers on how to resolve stuff. This one is the, okay, we're here. You yeah. know, we've decided that, We've tried everything. It's not going to work. Something has been served or the papers have been drawn up. You've yeah. got an attorney, whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's the eminent, you know, it's uh, going to happen. Act is going to happen. And, you know, be, being cognizant of who's in the room and I'm not trying to single anybody out. Don't feel like you got to jump in this conversation. Cause I know you're dealing with stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and this is the junior <laughs> and junior, uh, you didn't have to answer. You just, you could have been quiet. Now he now he's calling you out directly. <laughs> yeah. No, and, no, and I, and I say that because I've been there, right? And it's, it hurts. Mm-hmm. And when you're in the middle of it, and it literally can physically cause massive effects. And, Absolutely. Um, not I mean, just so, not just the mental stuff of the angst, <clears throat> ang- you know, like the literally, it can change you physically. Well, we know that physically, anxiety <clears throat> affects you in a million different ways. Yeah. Um, depression happens, right? Oh my gosh. You're messing with it, man. Dude, I need to move it. It's not perfect. I'm going to order a new one right now. You just keep talking. Anyway, so I'll talk more. No, um, I'm like, yeah, so I'm just, I'm giving you the look now. It's like <laughs> I know you are. Flipping married. I got to stop touching it. Um, that's <laughs> what you get said. divorce here. Anyway, so I ain't your cat. Don't make me choke you. <laughs> if you're not following me on Facebook, you guys don't know. Uh, Junior, the other day, my cat, um, Junior's on a Facebook, so I'll tell him real fast. So Luna, I was petting her. And she decided to get frisky with me and crazy. So she was clawing at me and stuff. I read that. So I had to sex choke my cat. And that's, that's where you. I know. You, it, I know what it is. Are you sure? Yeah. We're another cat. Let me click. No, this is what? Not another cat. I, what? <laughs> Tell me what you You're think it is. That little pervert thing where the cat grabs the other cat and chokes it or something when it's getting ready to do it. No, you so that's some, some biting. So no. let me tell you what this is, and I'll clarify it for everybody, you told me I you guess. You picked up that cat and choked it and ran around the house? No, the cat was on the, it was on its pad. And so okay. instead of letting it attack me, I went for its face to hold it so it couldn't, and she moved her head up, and so I got her neck. And so I had my hands around her neck, 
with enough pressure to go, hey, I'm here and I'm dominant, but I'm not going to hurt you. Cat CPS is going to knock on the door tomorrow. Dude, we're about so to get a pounce right here. I, I, I sex choked the cat. Couple and, of lines. and I swear <laughs> afterwards she smiled at me. <laughs> so came back for more. She liked it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what happened. Yeah. Now, now you guys know, you know, the inside joke about it. Oh, we're going to have some, I hope. No, I don't think she cares. Oh, her mouth is open. Mm-hmm. What is she doing? It's her first dog, I think. So when you, so <laughs> when, when you're going through the process, we, we want to talk about some of the issues that come up during separation and divorce. These are, these are feelings you're going to have, right? Mm-hmm. So anxiety is obviously one of them, right? Yes. <clears throat> Um, you're going to get heart palpitations, heart problems, um, because that's normal. Anxiety causes those things, right? And the more you focus on it, the more you stress about it, the more these issues happen. You can have cold sweats. Ah, oh, dude, uh, you can have issues of sleep. I mean, oh yeah, nightmares, nightmares, night terrors. Right. Um, just straight up, you can't sleep, <laughs> like days it's, on end. I mean, yeah. hunger, hunger, right? Hunger is a big one. Hmm. Ryan, when you were going through it, because we're going to talk about you. Yes. We like talking about you. Ladies, he's still single. What's up? <laughs> that was awesome. How, how you doing? So I know you didn't want to do any of this out of anger. Your situation was crazy. Um, yeah. We've talked about it offline, but crazy. So we're not going to get into it. Man, did you sleep? Like really? What, I, no. when, after you, after you kind of came to the resolution that this is what was the right thing to do and what I should do. How did you feel? I mean, what, what went through your mind? Well, man, the first one was, I mean, the first feeling you have is, it was like death. So you start going through this, the stages of grief. Yeah. And, you know, like, the thing is, though, I was one that filed, so there wasn't denial there. It was like, I think it was more I like, think you already went through all I, that like, process, Yeah, right? I, I was in denial before the divorce. And if that makes sense, I don't know. But, like, I mean, I was, as I was going through, I was in denial that things were as bad as they were. Yeah. And then, so by the time I had filed, I was kind of in the, the anger and then the grieving stage, but like anger was the first thing, man. I mean, it was, that was, you know, I feel like sitting there and all of a sudden I'd blow up and like freaking slug the pillow or, I mean, I made sure I wasn't never had anything valuable around me and I've never been a violent person, but like, man, you just go through fits of rage. It's, and especially find out like little things and it was like going to set you off. Do you think that? Anger, ang- I, I almost feel like anger is the first one you should feel that it's the more beneficial one. And I hate yeah. saying it because it, I mean, anger is awful, right? I'm not a violent, I mean, I, Dude, I could I be, but that. I'm not a violent person, yeah. right? Um, but in order to progress through the steps, anger is always going to be part of it. And you have to release that. And at least getting angry can kind of give you direction, well, I guess. The, the biggest effect of it after you exhibit your anger, right? Like rage. Like find a way of like getting it constructively out, but your blood pressure goes down. Like you start calming down. Don't the Japanese have like a scream box or whatever? Or no, you, there's thing? rage rooms now. Like there's yeah. like legit rage rooms you can go to. And if I that had been around, man, I would have been there. Like sign me up. Like let me get a let me get a daily uh, daily subscription. Yeah, you can yeah. go in and with a baseball bat and just shit. beat the crap out of stuff. I mean, if somebody, like we used to do a raffle when we were in high school, I don't know if you guys did it, but like bring in a crappy car and you start taking swings with a sledgehammer on a car. Yeah, I've been, yep. Dude, that's been cool. doing that all day. Um, yeah, but that, that's a polling save for, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. I had to ask, when do you have that you don't want to, yeah. Um, no, I, the one benefit for me and how to handle this so is that I had eyes on me at all times. Owen? 
Yeah, I had my son. Can I say his name? Yeah, we've said his name before, right? We've said okay. his name. Yeah. Um, what the, was that? Was that me? I think it was you. Quit oh. breaking my cords. Oh, stop moving stuff around. Oh, oh. That was not me. That is you. I'm back. You're out. Mm-hmm. Hold, hold, you're back. I'm back. I'm back. Just don't touch the freaking Dude, thing, I, man. I didn't mean to bump it. The bass is loose. Yeah, you're just not. Well, no, like it's it's the cord here. It's not even up in there. That's supposed to rotate. That's what I mean. That's what I was thinking. No, for yours, they're all supposed to rotate. No, he's asking that's, if yours. Yeah, is. that's yeah. I'm cross no. comparison. Mine's, yours mine's loose. tight. I know. I loosened it because it oh. picked up better. Awesome. Um. Okay. So, anyways, I had eyes on me. So, like. I had to be aware of my reactions. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, I also had, you know, a nanny that was helping out and she was awesome. And I could just. So you had the times of screaming in the shower and going out, taking a break in your car, turning the music real loud. Oh, and, dude. Yeah. Ugly crying. Oh, yeah. Ugly crying all the time, yeah. dude, for like a <laughs> month, dude. Solid. <laughs> I, mean, I know what you mean because yeah. I only get my kids every other every every other week every other sunday right now and so i didn't know what today was about but there in case there are other guys out there that are like what the what the hell's going on like um am i the only one i actually just got back from the doctor today from cardiology and um they diagnosed me with um broken heart syndrome and I'm going through all the same stuff right now. And, I was talking uh, about it with you before, bro. So I'm part uh, Iron Man right now because they put me on this. Uh, I got this um, monitor monitor on my heart, and that's what this other phone is for. I'm not a pimp and have two phones, but <laughs> I have two phones. What's wrong? But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's ironic that you said that because I didn't. I didn't even know broken heart syndrome was a real thing. Oh, it's yeah. weird, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> And it's, oh. dude, and it'll, like, you'll feel, and it's the anxiety, too. There's all those things have, like, symptoms, right? Oh, like yeah. Where you feel sick to your stomach all the time. Like, you, don't you just eat. don't want to eat. Yeah, you don't eat. You don't. I, I mean, I dropped, I, brought, I dropped, like, 15 pounds within two weeks. Yeah. Like, just not, like, nothing. And, you know, I was sleeping, but it was intermittent. It'd be, like, two hours at a time. And you'd wake up. You'd be awake for, like, an yeah. hour or two. And you'd, like, sleep for an hour. Wake up. Sleep for three hours. You know, get the kid to school. You'd come back and like take a nap. And, but when yeah. they're around, you try to put on the smiling yeah. face, like nothing's wrong. Like, yeah. And then I, you lie to yourself, like, oh, she's at. I mean, I don't you get know. In what denial. You, you yeah. like start playing scenarios in your yeah. head. And I used like, to say shit like, oh, she's at the store. I used to lie to. I. I mean, I still catch myself doing it, like lying to myself, like, oh, she's at work. You know, I was lucky enough that like, cause she had already been gone for three months before I finally filed. And well, she's been gone a year now. It yeah. was a year on Mother's Day. My my son never never remembers his mom living in our house. And no, Ryan's Ryan's wife was I mean, she was basically gone the entire time. Yeah. And <clears throat> you know, I'll protect some some information there that, you know, I can't share, but um it I I wanna say that prepped me mm-hmm. for it because when there was the absence beforehand and it was kind of like foreshadowing things to come. I could, I was, pro- I had already learned for three months how to be on my own and know that I could do it. Well, see, that's and, what I'm learning right now. And Tristan's actually kind of helped me through it <clears throat> because I honestly, I was lost when she left. Yeah. Like I was like, how the fuck am I going to do this? On dude, my no, own? dude, it's a, such a yeah. freaky moment. And so I was all scared. I ain't gonna lie. The first I mean, day you're alone with your kids and you're yeah, like, I was, sh- uh, I, I was shitting myself. I ain't gonna yeah. lie. 
I was like, what the fuck do I do now? Yeah. And then all sorts of other scenarios like, I mean, and then you got your friends that come in and try to do the whole, oh, the fastest way to get over is get under another girl. And so a lot of us, I can see a lot of guys are like that. Yeah. There are a few guys that like me that work, man. Yeah, it's, well, no, I it's, can't it's, do that. It's just, it's, called, it's just a beneficial distraction. That's all it is. No, it's a, it, and well, it lasts you're amplifying whole, and then you go hurt somebody else. Yeah. Like, and then you're hurting someone you're else. You're transfering your pain. Yeah. That's all it's doing. Is you, you're you transferring your pain to somebody two else. Two pumps of relief and that's it. Yeah. And it, it's a brief like, and then then what? It comes back. The feelings all come back. It doesn't go away. Yeah, don't. Yeah. It's like trying to fill a hole that you can't fill because you're not ready yet. It's like trying to bail a boat with like a like a pasta strainer. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. It would be. I mean, like you really think about it. It's like you can keep trying to get some water out, but this, it's just still staying there, right? I mean, yeah. and yeah, you know, it's like there was days where you'd start, like you'd have like, you'd feel like you'd have a breakthrough. You're like, oh, I went, I've gone like six hours without like freaking losing my crap. Without yep. weeping. And, and, and then all of a sudden, like, you know, if you're going through legal stuff with it too, you'll get like an email from an attorney and then the nuclear bomb goes off again, or, you know, they have to come by to grab some stuff or you are looking for something in the house and it's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. Or you're checking a bank account and all of a sudden there is money that's been moved. Um, I mean, I can just, you name the scenarios. I've been there and it, my faith was like, that was all I had, man. I mean, I had family. My family was amazing through the whole process. And, you know, I'm, I'm from a family like I didn't have to go through divorce. Like my dad, his parents split, but you know, so there was some things, but he was older when they, when they divorced, he was in college and, but he had still seen like things previously. Like there was kind of, so he had some experience of being a child of a divorce. Um, but like him, his relationship with my mom, it was like, they, instead of trying to fix it, they let me go through it, man. But they were supportive. Like, it's like, you know, how can we shoulder the burden in other ways? If it's, you know, making meals or like, let us do some grocery shopping for you or whatever. Just be simple statements of like, let me, let me help carry the load a little bit. Um, you know, one of my best friends that was, he was still living here at the time. He's now in Arizona, but, um, you know, he would just come over and, like what you know Kenny does for you sit with you mm-hmm. and he wasn't he never tried to take anything from me like he never tried to distract it was just like no nah, dude we're gonna we're, we're gonna row this boat and you know you're gonna get there eventually you're gonna get to the other side but like dude you're gonna get out in the middle of the lake and it's gonna get freaking scary like the storm hits but that's what's scary about people that don't have friends like I mean yeah. if oh. you don't have somebody like Not I got everybody Tristan has that. Yeah. yeah like Tristan calls me all the time checks on me. I got Kenny that just stops, but I got lots Dude, of, that, that's a blessing tons of friends though. and it, it is a blessing. And it's like, it also, how do you say it? It, you're in a dark fucking place. So yeah. when you're on your own, like if there's anybody out there, shit, find me on Twitch or Snapchat, something be yeah. like, Hey, I want to just talk. I, I do get people asking questions lately a lot. And it's, and in a way I like to help, but in a way I'm like, dude, how am I supposed to help you? I fucked up my marriage. Like, like, why are you, like, we talked about that last week though. It was like, you become, yeah. you become an expert. Yeah. And they, by, like asking, when you're, when you're an expert at failure, yeah, you know what the right stuff is to do because you've yeah. already done the wrong stuff. Yeah. Well, and that's what I tell them. I'm like, dude, it, spend more time with her fucking just cause you're married. Don't mean, don't stop taking her out on dates. Don't stop telling her she's beautiful. Don't, 
uh, so I, I try to hit on all those points that I know I failed at because once yeah. I got married, I was like, okay, we've done that. Now let's focus on, well, let's get more shit. You know, it's if I like could, we get complacent, you yeah, know, when you get yeah, in a relationship absolutely. and you totally get complacent <clears throat> and, you're, and you're like, oh, that person's there. Let's not even worry about anymore. Cause I know they're going to be there. We, we stop being active in our relationship. And we, pursuing. we stop we trying lose, to woo her. Lose sight of, of yeah. rule number one. There's rule number one is humility first. Oh yeah. And if we lose sight of that in relationships, I mean, it's real easy to like look at me, me, me when I'm not getting, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to get you, your stuff if you're, humi- if you, if you're humble, like, I mean, not a 99% of the time, like there's, yeah. you know, sometimes you're the one percenters. I'll raise my hand on that one. But like, and you know, there were things that I still didn't do, do well. Like I didn't communicate well. I mean, if you can be humble, if you can communicate, if you can be attentive to knowing your partner's love language or, you know, there's things that you well, can do. Well, if you do. don't know it, you need to yeah, figure too, out. You're going to figure out quit, yeah. otherwise you're going to roll off the rails yeah. fast. Because if you're trying to speak out of your love language, and I mean, it's like talking, you know, Chinese to, you know, Spanish. There's no like easy translation there. And, you know, so you could be trying to do all the right things in the wrong way. And it's just, it's not translating. And so it looks like, oh, you're just being selfish because you're doing, he's just doing what he wants to do. Well, it, that's the presentation, right? You could be doing what you think is right. It would appear like, cause that's what you would want, mm-hmm. but it's not what they need. That's not what they it need. Fill their yeah. Like, I mean, it's not filling their cup. And, um, but as you're going through like the divorce part of it, even in divorce, you can be humble. And, oh, yeah. and it, that's the hardest part though. Cause you want to like freaking throw the gloves on and like, let's, let's go to blows. Like, you I mean, make this ugly. It, you want to make it ugly. Let's get ugly. Even so yeah. even if one party wants to be humble, the other one doesn't always want to be humble. No, no. They want to throw if down. They want to throw your fucking past. And yeah, or if they want to start like chucking your stuff in the yard. Oh yeah. I mean, let's just start there. Name calling and shit. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, you can hear yourself being this, that, and another thing. But the, but the, I think I think where it's different for some people like you with your son. Yeah. And me with my my kids is one. I think always one parent will look back at the children and go. Somebody's watching me. Yeah. And then it takes that bigger person to go, okay, I could be a dick. Yeah. And make this really hard for you, but I need to show my kids a different path. So if you're going through divorce, there's one term I will use. And I, I know that you're probably familiar with it, Tristan. I don't know how familiar you are with it. It's called parental interference. It's a very broad term. Mm-hmm. It can be one of many things. And I, I don't know, Kenny, if you're familiar with that term. Oh, yeah. Um, parental interference is... Not just withholding time of a child from a parent. It can be talking crap about the other parent to your kid. Oh, yeah. That's parental interference. Um, it is anything that drives a division between relationships of child to parent from the other side. And so if it's time, it could be words, it could be care, it could be whatever. Don't be guilty of that stuff. Like, And that's where like, that has to enter your mind that like the humility thing is... I'm still going to speak, not necessarily, I mean, I want to say highly, but like you still have to speak I, I in a manner that's mean, respectful yeah. of you that other individual. You have to try to be respectful to your yeah. partner because you married, you married that person for a reason. Yeah. Or you, you had a child right. with that person. And for you a had reason, a yeah. child for it. And you don't want your kid. Well, at least I don't. I mean, there are times where I ain't saying no names <clears> or nothing, but where someone has gone off on. Oh fuck! Never mind. You get well, so you're, yeah, you're good. But the thing is, your your children are older also. Yeah, yeah. And they're so older. they've already made their own own opinions. Yeah, they, they, they can yeah. form that at that age. Yeah. But at Ryan's age, anything yeah, that's hard. I mean, <clears> yeah. any any little it's thing that, that that his ex could say or that he says, 
is going to develop that that cognitive thought process of the child the entire time. And mm-hmm. it's an adver- it creates an adversarial relationship. So if you've got younger kids, I mean, like I said, that my my son doesn't remember his mom. I wish we were on YouTube right now. It's adorable, Kenny. Kenny's pulling his diaper up on his diaper dog, guys. Up and let the, the doggies <clears throat> licking him in the face. Oh. <laughs> That's his kid. Yeah, that's so cute. I'm sorry. <laughs> the face on the know, dog, dude. dude. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> no, and so, you know, you create that adversarial role or the other parties creating that adversarial role. You don't have any control. And I said this in a previous episode, and I, I think you heard me say it once, but, like, I have no control over the words coming from somebody else. I have all the control over how I interpret it or how I react to it. And... Think you're back? Just keep talking. Okay. I'll get there. Eventually, something gonna, is loose on your microphone. No, I'm it's, telling you right it's, now. Honestly, the the cord and the wires, I think, is actually just tweaked up in here. So it's just makes for bad listening. I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah I'm, so, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm just gonna try and get. He's got a bad wire. That's all right. You might want to mute your channel so you don't keep popping. By the way. But um. um but no, I mean, does that make sense? Like, it's no, it it's does. really tough. Like, you're going through divorcing. You want to be a, a jerk because you're hurt. Um, I, I'm sure that when people actually hit that stage of like, yeah, I think it's time or whatever, they've had some serious thought and shit. So yeah. it's, it's hard, but I think it's harder on the kids. So I, I think people need to like really stop and think of them too. You know, like anytime you want to write something or say something in a text message, um, rule number one, never call the other person, never call them. Always text. Always text. So it's always in writing. That, but that can also be a detriment to you because if you don't have self control, everything you say is recorded. Yeah. And so I'm not trying to give like crib sheets on how to win a court case or anything like that. The reason is that stuff stays around. Like what you say, it can be used against you, but it also can be shown. You know, the kids can see that. If depending on what age they are, they can say, "Look what your dad said about me." Like. You know, and so you always have to be careful. Like you want to write that really seething text message of how bad that person's hurt you or how, whatever your opinion is. Mm-hmm. You still let it sit there. You look at it, you read through it, count to 15 and you freaking delete it. And, you know, so when you're communicating with that other person, everything has to be said in 10 words or less. And it's never a question. So like you leave it. And if it is a question, it's yes or no. It's not, what is your opinion on this? It doesn't leave the opportunity for interpretation and for commentary and back and forth. You just be very matter of fact. And I mean, that's, and that's the way you deal with somebody like in a narcissistic situation. You got to watch what you say in a text message anyway, because I'm not saying anything mean to women in general. I'm just saying the way men talk, period, isn't the way women talk. So Mm -hmm. I noticed that when I'm texting, I could be in my mind, I could be like, totally like cool neutral whatever yeah. just trying to explain something and she can take it completely you, like off the off the charts yeah and, you and so i'm like come well, you can't see my very face very terse or, yeah like yeah so i'm like no that you took it the wrong way or you that came out across the wrong way and that starts fights so i've just learned short sweet to the point yeah be done if there's interactions um depending on the state you're in you know, only one side usually has to know that they're being recorded. I don't know about, I know that's the case in the state of Idaho. I think it's the same in Washington, actually. Yeah. So as long as only one party <clears throat> needs to know, you know that you're recording. So that's what matters, right? 
you know, if you're really, you know, exchange points and stuff like that, it's, it's the safety aspect of it. Like one, you're recording yourself too. So you better be dang careful of what you say, because you can implicate yourself like based on your emotions. Um, emotions get the best of us, man. And uh, as you're going through divorce, like dude, it'll wreck things and it can wreck the process and it can set you back because you just don't have self-control. And the biggest part, like, I think the, the first thing that I did when I filed, I got a counselor and I, it was a one that I'd previously seen, but it was like, I have to be able to not let this sit and fester. I've got to get it out. Well, yeah, you got to talk to somebody or otherwise you're going to, I notice I, I'm only saying that from experience because I got a counselor to learn about like bipolar PTSD and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I turned around and got a separate counselor for family mm-hmm. and, and I needed that. I needed one to be able to talk about sure. one and then I needed the other one to talk about. But that empowers you to kind of have the transitive property from one to the other and the other back into the other form. Like, mm-hmm. you know, your PTSD and everything else is going to translate into your family and your reaction there, but also your family and reactions are going to translate back into your PTSD. And so it's going to be like that kind of, you needed the intermediary and that's, that's incredibly responsible and very commendable. You know, not a lot of people would, would have the wherewithal to do that. They would maybe turn to the bottle. <laughs> I mean, oh, no, I've yeah. thought about all sorts of shit. I've had friends come over and try to do the drinking or the Hey, let's go do this or that. Let's I've go actually light cut, up a couple bowls and like, yeah, let's for, forget about it, man. And like, I'm, just I'm basically in like, I need to fix me and that's not going to help. Yeah. Cause obviously there's a problem with my family and I already fucked it up that way. Why put more shit on it? So basically I've just kind of took a big step back and said, Hey, if I'm going to be able to try to fix my family, I got to fix myself first and figure out what's going on with me that could have caused my wife to do this shit. You know, it's like the the saying, like anything that requires the dirty work to be done is always worth doing. And, you know, the sweat equity aspect of it, you got to take that into account for yourself. Like you got to do the dirty work to get the sweat equity out of it. And if we try to hide from things, you're not, it's not fixing anything. You're just placing it somewhere else and locking it away and it's going to come out sometime later. Yeah, but you can fix yourself as much as you want. But if, if they don't see it. You, you can't force them to love you or you can't force them to see that you're changing. Yeah. So that's, that's when you start to come to clarity that, hey, no, it's it's time to fucking move on. Well, and I think really at that point, <clears throat> that that's the most beneficial portion of of divorce and separation mm-hmm. is really it's, it's all about you at that moment, right? Mm-hmm. And you really focus on you and bettering you. Yep. I mean, Ryan, when you went through it, you were probably like, hey, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to focus on church. I'm going to focus on the word. I'm going to focus on my son. I'm going to focus on these yep. things to build back me up. To the right? gym. Yeah. It was like <clears throat> the, the big thing was like, I got back into the word. I got in community with people. Yep. I had people speaking life into me. Like, I mean, for me, dude, straight back in the word, everything I did was revolved around it. I mean, everything, yeah. right. Um, I was watching like Christian movies left and right, like crazy crying all the time, oh, so you know, crying all the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude, of course, absolutely. Absolutely. all the time. Heck yeah. And then, <laughs> and then I was like, you know, what? I need to work out again. I need to get yep. back to who I was before I got comfortable. But the biggest thing about the That's the, the exercise part of it for me was that because my blood pressure was increasing because of the anxiety, mm. yep. the cortisol levels were increasing because of the anxiety and the stress. So there was all of these like other symptoms that were kind of floating around out there that I'm looking at. My sleep habits sucked. I'm like what can I do physically that's going to get me healthy enough that's going to take care of some of these problems? It's not going to remove the the elephant in the room. But it's going to resolve a lot of the crap coming out of the back end of that elephant that I can at least clear it out. 
And that yeah. was like getting back in the gym, getting but back don't in shape. you see more clarity and shit when you're doing that though? Cause yeah, absolutely. Like, I did. I too. I mean, I think it's funny. Like we get comfortable and then we, we lose sight of Jesus a little bit. Yeah. And then when something happens, we run to him and that's like any kid to a father. But I found myself running back to him. Then I found myself running to the gym and, and getting anger and shit out that way. And then yeah. I was watching Christian music, shit like that. And then I was like, I have to better myself yeah. and do all that shit. But I mean, I think the moment of clarity is when you actually have somebody that's on the outside looking in and he's a professional at his job and he looks at you and says, hey, you have BH syndrome. Your wife's killing you. Yep. And then I was like, what? Yep. And he's like, you're getting so much stress. She's literally killing you. Preach it, brother. And so I was like, I was like, what do you mean? And he's like. You you got to figure something out. You can't be on the fence anymore. It's been yeah. a long time. It's been a while. He goes, you you literally need to understand that this is a huge issue. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I looked at him and I was like, but I love her. And he's like, yeah, but, you know, and then we talk. I mean, can I pause you there real fast? Yeah, go ahead. It's, and you said, you know, because I love her. And is it, is it that we love the idea of her? Or we love her, or I'm comfortable, or right. I and mean, and, and it is you're, those, used, you're used to being married, and that's you're, what comfortable is. Yeah, right? I mean, like, you're just you're so of... used to it. Is it truly? Are are we? Do I do I truly love her? Is it that I love the idea of loving her because that's what I'm supposed to do? Or is she my favorite toy? Yeah. yeah, is she my favorite toy? Is it that? Is it a drug to go back to? I mean, and really, because yeah. men, yeah, and, and Junior and I talk about this all the time. Man. Yeah, it's so addictive. Junior and I talk about this all the time. As men, we are very possessive. Yeah, and we are right. I mean, that doesn't mean I'm not talking like you know in an over over dominant way, but we are possessive of our toys. Yeah, it's my toy. I don't want to give it up. No, this is my shiny <clears> object, and I'm yeah. not letting it go. And even I mean, when you give mine. up your shiny object, if somebody else touches that object, you're like, "Don't touch my object. That's my yeah. object." Right? People. OCD. Do that, it's people. OCD, I mean, people man. do it all the time, right? Yeah. So, when when we divorce, and and they, you know, they kind of come back in the picture in and out. They they flip flop, right? Sure. Is it the fact that they have just given up their favorite toy, and somebody else is playing with it now? And Junior and I talk about this all the time because that is a it happens constantly, right? So I'm going to pose a question to Kenny if you're willing to jump in on this one as a as a best friend that's been spending a significant amount of time with Junior. Like where before, is, during, and after. Yeah, yeah. Where is your thought process on how can you help? Like where where is your where <clears throat> excuse me, frog in my throat. Where is your ownership and like, you know, this is my brother. You know, how do I take this or how do I shoulder or it with it? How are you helping? Yeah. I guess a good question. I mean, in your mind, you know, you're showing up all often. Just like yeah. a lot of crap that I went through personally, which was more like a common law marriage. And spending over six years in a relationship that was on and off yeah. in my whole head during that off season, so to say, I'm spending it with my bro. Yeah. When I wasn't at home with her during times that during those personal moments on and off, they actually involved a no contact order where there was proof that I wasn't the problem. But that's in a nutshell. It doesn't even have to involve crap like that where it's just you can leave on your own free will and even in those dark times it's it's 
it's the relation of, hey, you've been through what I've been through, and I'm here with you, and we're here with each other, but yet you're still going through some some crap too. Yeah. So during that time, did you're you like, I'm in the foxhole up here, man. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. the same so, thing, the same yeah. boat. But um, did, did Junior step up during that time and help you out also? That's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, so he was there for you. So being in the same boat, but more, hey, I built more him one, jail twice. More, <laughs> but, but more one in a, in a more of a, a a deeper part of the ship than the other side of the ship. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I'm still floating in the same freaking ocean, going through the same motion, and yet that feeling is deep down inside. Even when the tables turn, and like in scenarios right now, I can totally relate. Look where I'm at now, because of it all anyway, and I'm here. Physically talking to you all about it right now because it's all going on. I'm here. If yeah. it wasn't going on, I wouldn't, you know, be putting extra, you know. He, he's mainly, he'll I'm, call and be like, how I are you feeling? I text a call. Yeah, we have long conversations too at night over the he, phone. He notices I'm in my head or I'm in my thoughts. He'll just be like, I'm on my way over. That's how he helps. Or he'll come over with steaks or ribs or a, a fucking roast or something yeah. and we'll just barbecue and because of the pandemic it's obviously been tough but yeah, you know for sure dude yeah, i can't absolutely. wait then we can you know shit, but, a lot more stuff I mean, he's yeah. helped a lot by just fucking showing up and being like getting my mind off of shit because i'm in the house like i own the houses of that yeah that's what it's a so, reminder every day so like i get I you because i'm there too yeah, yeah everywhere i walk it's oh i remember when she did this or if i hate the fucking kitchen i ain't gonna lie i hate the fucking kitchen like when she left, I our our deal was, she was like, "Well, I know we're upside down on the house." I was like, "Yeah, it's the VA loan. You're not gonna get the house, so take whatever you want." And she gutted that fucking house. And when she did that, Tristan showed up and was like, "I'm here for your brother," and he helped me replace everything oh. in my house: washers, dryers, furniture, TVs, tables. I mean, that shit adds up. I yeah. mean, really quick. I didn't have the money for that. And here my brother, my brother, pans, was yeah. it? I mean, you could pots, pans. I mean, dishes. Knives. I mean, yeah, you start going through the list. It, and yeah, he was left with like the most ghetto looking. I mean, like I if didn't you could have, go, sh- I didn't uh, have shit. It was like like ninety nine dollar store, like, store, like yeah. place. It was ugly. Yes. So I mean, and I was like, how the fuck am I supposed to do this shit? And as a father, you know, you're you start thinking your you're failures. The first, yeah, you do. That's where your mind goes and first. Like, yeah, I really fucked this family up. What you know? How am I going to fix this? And for you to have a friend like I, sh- like Tristan showed up and just was like, I got something for you. He literally yeah. handed me a credit card. Like, how many friends you got that? He was like, there's 10 grand on this here. I put your name on it. And I was like, are you fucking kidding? And that's, that's what friends do. And I know it. No, that's not what that friends might be a little do. No, I mean, not, it's a little. No, 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 no that's I, not what friends do, though. That's what, that's what family that's does. Family. That's I mean, family. And yeah. that's where Tristan was going with the kind of the dog, I think, because those dogs aren't cheap. No. And he needed a companion. And I was in a place where I couldn't do it, but we pulled some strings and we got him that dog because he needed it. Kenny was in a bad spot. He's, Kenny was in a really bad spot. Yeah, so he, he was he was thinking about his other dog a lot. Yeah. Um, and going through some tough things. So it adds up, dude. It like compiles, right? I mean, it's, it's just a, doing the family thing. I mean, just treating. So each other that's right. what I mean. Is no, but we, like just being there for yeah. each other is where it's all about. And divorce is the worst fucking thing you can put on a man because that's when they feel like they failed. Like, yeah, it's. It's your man, a, you're it's, not just not just a relationship feel. Your manhood's under attack. Well, it's because you you stood up in front of a group of your peers yeah. and God. You made vows and you did these vows, and now you got to basically look at God, your fi- parents, your friends, and everything, and go. Here's, well, thanks for showing up. Oops. You want to hear the biggest breakthrough I had though? Was the moment that you realize that you said vows, right? Mm-hmm. And obviously, 
do we honor our vows every day? No. Like in treating people? Like, do we honor our vows with God every day? I mean, like, we sin every day, right? Oh, yeah. It's the same thing with each other. We have a tendency to treat each other like crap. Like, I'll do things that don't love, honor, and cherish somebody. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, like, you look at it, when you can be going through divorce and you can still be honoring your vows, you can. Mm-hmm. Because you can still love, honor, and cherish that person. Like, by doing so, you don't slander them. You don't oh, p- never. pitch your kids against them. You don't, out, you don't you're not out to attack. About, yeah. you, don't, you don't talk bad about them. You're not like, being a doormat. Yeah. But you're just not no, putting no, yourself I, in that position. Like, that's what the doctor was telling me. Is yeah. like, he's like, Junior, you're a fucking doormat. You're yeah. fucking going to her house. You're paying bills. You're helping. You're there for her. You're that's not her. your place anymore. If yeah. you're going to separate and that and, thing's going to take care of itself, and he's like, get out. Like, is there any reciprocation or whatever? I might've said that word wrong, but he's like, is she, you know? And I was mm-hmm. like, no, you're right. And he was like, don't do it no more until yeah. she's willing to fight for you. Now I, that you know, it's literally yeah. killing you. Like, oh, yeah, wh- where's your mind? She, How does that change your mindset? It's changing though? it quick because it's <laughs> like, I mean, it's, it's kind of like shit or get off the pot. Like if you don't want to fight for me, why the fuck am I fighting so, for you? So I'll pit this question. Cause I've heard it before. Like it's like with forgiveness too. If you knew that forgiveness like could literally kill you. Like if somebody literally, like a doctor walked up and said, if you don't forgive that person, it's going to kill you. Would you, would you be enough to kill that or to, to forgive that person or just go ahead and die? I honestly don't have, I don't. Hold and I'm not talking about unforgiveness. I, I know, I'm, just, I know, I'm just using I know an analogy, but, but like, yeah. to be honest, I'm not that way. I mean, I, I don't, Hate's a hard word for me. Yeah. Like I could kick your ass and then I'll buy you a beer and we'll be friends. Yeah. No, that's it's, what, it's, it's, I don't yeah. really, I would rather have a friend than an enemy. So I don't really hate anyone. And what I, what I want to, let me preface again and saying that too, is like, so if somebody, now that you've actually had a doctor tell you your broken heart and your inability to get through this and like start processing the, mm-hmm. the, the exit strategy is killing you. Now are you like, it's like, and I'm not trying to push you in that position. Oh, no, like, no, no. Go, but like, I, I, okay, is that changing see, your I, mindset of like, it, now I got to actually start doing the freaking work to get out the door. Like it's actually what it's done is I've taken, after he said that I've sat down and I've kind of looked at how we've been going through shit and things. It, it's almost like a fucking real, like a movie reel in your head, right? Nah, dude. No, it's like it watching. Like, it's like, a, it's like flashbacks yeah. of her saying shit as I'm helping trying to be there for her and, and show her I'm changing and show her I'm doing shit. All of a sudden I get these flashbacks of her screaming at me when we're like, I'm driving her to the doctor's office and she's like, you were supposed to fucking turn there. Why didn't you turn there? You're fucking retarded. And then I'm like, wait, I'm helping you and you're yelling at me. That doesn't make any sense. Or I say, Hey, I'm a little short on this and I'm trying to help you with bills or get you something. She's like, but you, you know what I mean? It's, it's manipulation then more than it's it's little stupid things. Or you're like cleaning, like, I, I'm not saying nothing mean. I'm not saying no, she you're doesn't fine, clean her house. Like, I'm not yeah. saying nothing like that. She's a great woman. She's my wife. It's a everything. you're you're stepping but up I mean, to show her that yes, I'm here working. I'm here fighting, right. and it's not being returned at all. At all, no. And that's what he's sh- now he's showing me. Hey, he's basically you're being like, taken advantage yeah, of. He's like, like he's like, wait, you're paying for her car. You're paying, helping her with yeah, this. You're she wanted to separate, that. right? I'm yeah, like, so what are you doing? Yeah, and that's what he. That's basically <laughs> what he said. He's like, is she in your house? Are you having sex with her? And I'm looking at him going, what the hell the fuck older? Yeah. I'm older than you. You know, well, the and thing he's that, a doctor. I'm literally, he was like 30 something. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I'm older than you. And you're giving <laughs> me fucking marital advice. And <laughs> but, then he was like, no, I'm just, I'm just honestly a, a guy on the outside who is telling you. He cares about your health. Killing you. Yeah. Yeah. Why 
Because he actually sat down and we he took a, an hour of his time and sat with me and just discussed why what what's going on in your life? Where's this stress coming from? And then when he hear, heard everything, and I started bawling, I, I started bawling in front of my doctor, right? Been there. And he just held me and shit. And I was just like, dude, you don't know me. And he's like, yeah, but we're brothers. I'm a Marine. And I went, oh, oh yes. You son of a bitch. <laughs> you know cried what I mean? harder. You cried and then, harder, didn't And then you? I did. I started crying harder. And he goes, listen, brother, let me tell you something. He goes, simplify. He goes, I get it. You're fighting a good fight. You're, you're trying to do this. And then he brought up the fucking toy thing. Like, is it she your favorite toy? Is she fucking reciprocating any of this shit? Why are you fighting so hard for you if she's not fighting back for you? Like, have you? When's the last time you and her made love, or she's touched yeah. you, or she came up to you and hugged you, or she told you she, she even loved told you, told you like thank Anything. you, or like, yeah. Well, no, she says thank you, but he he just brought it into perspective. He's I can say thank you to Tristan a million times, yeah. But I mean, shit, Tristan can tell you. I've, I I tell him I feel love you every like day. there's gratitude, yeah. I but mean, that's what yeah. I mean is he's like you're doing all this shit for her. When's the last time you just she just showed up and was like, hey, I thought you would like this because I do. I, she's gotten flowers every fucking week, every day. For over a year, she's got a good morning and a good night every fucking day and every night. I make sure the kids, when I have them on the weekends, call her every day at eight o'clock and say good night. I love you, mom. I make them. I make sure they do that so she knows she's appreciated. I make sure I tell her, "Hey, you you look beautiful today." I have done everything in the fucking love dare book three times. She gets flowers every other week. It's bullshit. I mean, I literally, after talking to this doctor and he told me this shit, I, I fucking, it was like an epiphany. I was like, no, I'm seeing one right now, dude. You're, as you're saying this, I'm seeing fuck? it come out. Yeah. I'm seeing it come out right now. What the fuck am I fighting for? I mean, how I can't make her love me. I can't fucking force her to see that I'm changing when she's stuck in the past. Does it make you love yourself? Oh, I fucking love myself more. Do you know how much weight I've lost? Yeah. I mean, I'm starting <laughs> to get my six. I don't know if it's yeah. the fuck. Fuck you, bod, or whatever they, they they were calling it. But it's, I would call it a self love. Dude, bod. I'm yeah. getting back in shape. I'm learning more about my disability. I'm learning more about my kids. I'm. I found out yeah, that I it, can take care of the whole fucking house myself. Dude, you're a freaking rock star, right? <laughs> I'm finding out who my That's fucking real friends are. Yeah, but in the same token, too, it's like it's going to help you realize that like that wasn't what marriage was designed to be, and I mean, I look back and I, I was telling a friend the other night, like. I could go back and look at my marriage and I start and if I talk about it and I could talk about certain days, it's like watching a TV series on Hulu, right? Where I can push pause. I can walk away from it, come back and be like, Oh yeah, I'll tell the rest of the story or whatever. And it doesn't really affect me anymore because it was like, like a, just something that I experienced. Like you have like an out of body experience you give yourself enough time and you process enough that like you can start like getting rid of those trauma bonds to where like, you know, there's a lot of things that when you go through divorce, man, the first one is like the rejection that you feel. It is soul sucking. Oh, yeah. It is soul. Su- and like that rejection alone makes you, you know, either seek gratification one way or another, like from weird outlets. Like you can, I mean, I went through a marriage to where there was no affection and that's my love language. Touch. Oh, so is, yeah, yeah. So is mine. So like, I mean, you're so physically starved where like I, you know, and we talked about it, you know, Tristan found out my timeline and how long it had been since I you know, had had intimacy with a partner and oh, it's been two years for me, dude. It's I'm longer than you, <laughs> like, brother. Like, yeah. yeah. And no. uh, you guys are in a club of your own. Yeah. We're in a club. Oh, high five, bro. <laughs> 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 but, no. uh, but 
but no and so like it's like man I, how do i get physical i was going and getting like and not in a weird way just like i would get a massage just so like somebody would freaking touch me <laughs> dude i bought not, a, and not in the I sexual sense like i know just, i know you right, yeah, yeah. do you what? understand i bought a five foot fucking teddy bear on valentine's day for myself so i could act like i was a person just so i could when i hug it Probably. i could cuddle with it isn't that fucking rude Did, didn't we talk about this in, in the yeah. in the don't oh, tell we? mom moment no no i don't think no we didn't no are you sure this isn't it a reference to that movie no. Oh, the, the you teddy bear. You weren't warming up? Warming up with the oh, teddy bear? Yeah. <laughs> That's well, okay. No, yeah. <laughs> but, no and, and real quick, I want to just but say, no, I'm I mean, not talking shit about her. She's probably a good person. I just think that in a marriage- Dude, you maybe, don't even need to go there anymore. Maybe we grew apart. I, I'm just saying, I don't know. I don't want no one to- Well, yeah, I know. But at the same time, like, I mean, seriously, I don't care. I'm a person now, right? I'm my own, I have my own life. I, I'm not going to say anything that like, I don't regret whatever I've said about my ex to my kid. If he ever hears it someday, he's going to ask questions. I'm going to have kid, to have my answers made for up their own mind. They're old enough. Yeah. And if you're, and if you're in that position where your kids understand it, like, okay, you're protecting and it's not protecting you're now, in, you have to be able to advocate for yourself. Now I'm at a point where my kids are looking at me going, dad, I get it. You've been fighting. Let me be happy. Yeah. That actually brings us to the next subject. You're not a failure, man. Like that. There's no failure in that. You tried. There's no failure in that. I think with every guy though, you, it doesn't matter. I can see where you guys are coming from. Cause Tristan tells me all the time, Hey, you're not a failure. Kendrick said it. Dave, you're out there. John, I have lots of friends that call and say that shit. Josh, um, I get it, and I love my friends for saying that, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't until it doesn't, it doesn't stri- no, strike a chord until you figure until it out. I fig- yeah, until yeah. I figure it out. Because seriously, still, even right now, I feel like a failure because I could not hold my marriage down, and I did something to can make I, my wife. Can I challenge you with something that I did? I kind of challenge you with something to try this I week. I ain't doing a oh, hooker. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's that? We're talking same. The stones? Yeah, do it. All the crap that you've heard put on yourself, mm-hmm. right? All the negative. It. Yeah, anything negative, right? That you've ever heard from that person. Are you talking about throwing stones in the? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Heck yeah. yeah. I actually did that Heck the yeah. other night at the dam, and Shane, my roommate, mm-hmm. showed up at the dam at three thirty in the morning. And was like, "Dude, I tracked you on Life 360. And I was like, "Yeah, I noticed. What the fuck are you doing here?" And he's like, "You're sitting on the top of a dam. Are you gonna jump?" Cause I don't want to jump in there after you. And I went, dude, <laughs> I'm thinking all the negative shit that I've done and all my things that I hate about myself and shit. And I'm throwing it in the water. And he looked at me and went, move over. Yeah. That's it, exactly what he it's said. It's powerful. How'd you feel after you were done? Uh, it's, it's fucking, it's a, it's weird. It's right? weird. It's really yeah, weird. Yeah. It's yeah, super it weird. Is, I was going to try to say something, but really there's nothing. You, it's no, you it's a weird. It. There's no emotion. There's no feeling no. that really describes it's it. It's almost like freedom. you ripped off scabs and you got so many calluses. It's almost like when you're trying to fix your marriage yeah. and she keeps kicking your ass and kick, like shutting you down, shutting you down, throwing yeah. your past in your face. It builds these calluses up where after a while you just don't give a fuck. You're just like, huh. I've said sorry a million fucking times. You ever had like a, have you had like any surgeries? Have like I knee surgeries or shoulder surgeries or anything like that, or had injuries that you've had to work through like rehab? Uh, no. I've, so I've had five knee surgeries, right? And every okay. time you get a surgery, like you build up scar tissue mm-hmm. and whenever that scar tissue releases, it hurts like a mofo. I see what you mean. I've been stabbed and cut with a knife so many times. Yeah. I, I know what you mean. And so like you could stretch a open, cough and it's, yeah. and it's that and it scar hurts. tissue. It rips. Yeah. yeah it rips, but yeah. it heals back. Right. Right. 
And when it heals back, you know what it heals back? It's usually stronger. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like breaking your hands. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. And, and so when I did that, you know, I, when I threw stones, the, the, the very next thing that I did is I went home and I was thinking, I'm like, man, I, why did it fail? Right. And I've listed literally, I wrote down, you know, two columns on a piece of paper, like just slammed a line down the center of it. Things that I tried, you know, just start making the list. Right. Mm-hmm. And then it's not a comparison, but it's so you can see, and then you write things that she tried. Oh, that's a huge fucking difference. And if, if, if yeah. that is out of balance, that is that for me, I'm like, frick, man, there was no marriage. Yep. It wasn't balanced. We were equally yoked. Yeah. And, and so it's, a, it kind of opened my eyes. It's like, you know, I'm, and it's not a, I didn't use it as a comparison. I'm better than her. It was, damn it. I put in a freaking great effort. And this is a coach, coach speaking, me coming out, but like, I put in a great effort. I got in the fourth quarter and we were just down. I didn't quit, but the game's over, right? The clock ran out. There's more value with it also because you see, you legitimately get to go, oh, here's my list. I get to see exactly what I did, yeah, how I tried, how I put effort in, how I did all this, and then her column, right? And and you get to weigh it out. As as men, we we want to visualize that. We want to see it. Men are very visual, I think, but I don't know. It's... It's hard because you start to get your blood boiling. Like, man, she yeah. didn't freaking try, man. She and I sat there and cried because she didn't try. Like, there's there's all this stuff that I did. And it's like she didn't even fight. That's not my control because that wasn't my fight to have. My fight was what I could do. Was my effort. That was my well, fight. Then, but then you'll have those women that'll be like, "Well, I fought for." F them. That's not towards you, by the way. <laughs> um, <laughs> then you'll have those women that are like, "Well." I've been fighting for the past 10 years, the past. Thank you. Yeah. Or everybody says that it's called denial. And you're like, then you should have fucking left me 10 yeah. years. Like yeah. if I wasn't up to your standards, why the that fuck wasn't did your you decision to make, man. You kept yeah. fighting, right? You didn't quit. I mean, I, I'm just going to throw myself under the bus real quick. Like, well, no, I mean, we're, we're not people perfect, that, yeah, man. People like, that say that we all know it's, it's justification. It's yeah. to go. It's, it's because they realize you're putting the effort in. And so they have to say something back to go, so, oh, well, I did something too, I swear. So I did something. Yeah. You I'll might not have seen it, but I did it. I'll tell you, because like, I, ha- I was on, and you listened to the podcast, and I was with Shane, how this kind yeah. of all started, right? Mm-hmm. This podcast started by me being on another podcast. And I started the freaking show with him, and he put me in my place, and I'm so glad he freaking did. Because I said, I got to preface this, that I sucked at communicating. And I started to slam myself. The first sentence out of mm-hmm. my mouth was negative against me. And he's like, I'm going to stop you right there. I'm like, what? He's like, that's he's like, like, I know that you want to be the guy and you want to be fix it and you want to own things and whatever. But also he's like, that's one thing, right? He's like, you're trying to make excuses now as you go into this because there's fear. What are you afraid of? And I was like, holy crap. Like, I had to like, I stopped talking. I was just like, he's like, so let's rewind. Let's kick this off again. I'm going to, and he asked a very poignant question and like got me rolling, but like he had to put me in my place to be just like, stop making excuses. Right. You know, you knew that you sucked at communicating. You don't need to tell everybody else that you sucked at communicating. Like, oh, they already know. Yeah, and, and it was like, but he's like, well, not that's, I knew about that you. was. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but like, that's like not Tristan's the standard. Smiling because he's like, yeah, Junior sucks at communicating. No, well, he's we, great. We're he's guys, a fucking though. Flint, like, <laughs> dude. We're guys. We suck at communicating. I mean, mm-hmm. even Tristan and I, we have a freaking podcast. Oh no, my brother don't suck, fucking. But. He this fucker can communicate. He's good. I do okay. I think we learn. 
Yeah. And, and it would be grow. But like he, I'm so glad he put me in my place, but he's like, just don't go there, dude. Well, we shouldn't be putting ourselves down. I mean, that's not the first place where you want to go is not, not to self defamate yourself. Right. Yeah, that was you like, shouldn't be like, okay. Like, yeah. well, I think you shouldn't do it, especially if you we know need to you're doing it. Yeah. But I think it's how certain guys process shit. Like they're like, we start to put ourselves down. Like, obviously I did something wrong because I'm here. Right. Yeah. So you try to run through all these fucking scenarios in your head and you're like, but every time you talk about it, do you need to say I did this or I did this? No, it doesn't matter. Well, cause, cause you can only, you can only say what you've done. I can't, yeah. it goes back to yeah. what he says all the time. Like you can tell me something and then I, the way I take it is on me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have to go through my mind and go, did I fucking say I love you enough? Did I show her she's beautiful? Did I look at this girl and think, oh, God damn, I'd hit that. And she notice? I did. You, <laughs> you, you get what I'm saying, though? Yeah. And because as when you get married, guys are, we're visual. We like to look at shit. We do everything. And women you can't do say when. Too. No, they do do <laughs> it. Yeah, big time. But, but, but honestly, we, if your girl looked at another guy and was, you were like, Oh, dude, it's a I kick, mean, I it's can a look kick at Tristan. Ads, man. Yeah, it does. But I, I've so, even looked at Tristan and went, God damn, I got to get back in shape. Yeah, I mean, so there, so there's certain people out there, obviously. I have no problem saying another dude's hot. I can't. I can't. I don't care. Yeah, I can tell you. I mean, if if, if my girl's looking at another dude, I'll be like, that's a hot dude. She'd be like, that, that is a hot dude. But I'll be like, I see that you, chick's Kenny. got a great butt, and she better agree with me, too, <laughs> on that she's got a great butt piece. You know, like, yeah. but you've got to be strong enough to do that, too. You really have Kenny's, to be secure Kenny's enough. Kenny's got a great butt. Kenny's got a. He's guts. been working out. Honest, dude. He must work out. Kenny Popeyes. <laughs> if you haven't hugged Kenny yet, he is a rock solid mofo. I mean, Chuck Norris really kicked him to shape. Like really, he I'm going to go game you game one of these days, Kenny. That in the Marine It's going to happen. A lot of push-ups on that quarter deck. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm looking pu- at the other side. I'm going to good game you. He does push-ups with his nipples. <laughs> but, but that's what I mean. Is I think some men have to kind of go through their little judgmental thing to figure out where they think they went wrong to try to we, fix. Yeah. We have to, to notice in ourselves, the issues that we cause ourselves. That was yours. That was I already mine. got, I ordered four more. Oh. Um, so, but we have to recognize what our problems are to rectify those issues. Right. And we, as well, men, we have fixers. But that's, that's the best part about the process or the point in divorce. in this one is that at this point, you have all the tools and ability to fix yourself. Junior, You're not trying I'm to freaking, fix somebody else. Yeah, and Junior, I'm freaking proud of you because what – I mean, I, I can sit here and list the positives, right? I mean, like, one, dude, I mean, like, the fact that you serve our country, like, this, that's selfless, right? It's an act of selflessness. You're a dad, and you're present as a dad. Oh, dude, he's more than present. Yeah. Junior gives – You are involved, will, You will right? give everything and literally yeah. anything for your kids. I mean, oh, yeah. you would, you're killing yourself – for your kids. I mean, because you're trying to save that marriage and uh, give them that stability. But you're willing to recognize these things that are coming out in you that like, you know, it's a problem. And, but you've been trying to fix it for a long freaking time. Yeah, it's been about two years. That's a long time, man. T- two years yeah. to try to do something. I mean, that's habit forming, right? Mm-hmm. You're bettering yourself. Yeah, you're going to the gym. See, you're eating better. Yeah. You're but learning. See, the reason why I also am doing that, because I if if this marriage does fail, right? Like, say we don't work out. And that's the way it's fucking headed. I'm I'm not fucking blind. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, and I have friends that are pointing that out and trying to show me, hey, it you you've gone this fucking long. I would have took her shit outside, burn it, and fucking said mm. bye and yeah. fucked her best friend. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. But anyway, what I'm what I mean is, 
Like, so we're, we're, you, you got we're, junk. What I'm, what I'm getting <laughs> we, at, though, we is... We are uh, way beyond that, so why you're right. <laughs> well, the reason why you need to fix yourself, even if you don't fix your marriage, is because in your next relationship, you don't want to bring that baggage it's to them. good for you. Yeah. Yeah, and it's good for you. <laughs> and Just stop there. Is it good for you? Yeah. It, I mean, it makes you a better me, person, right? Let's be honest. Even beyond divorce, beyond all that, right? Mm-hmm. We, are, we are dads here empowering other people, yeah? That's yeah. what we do? Yeah. Absolutely. If you're in a marriage, fix your shit. Oh yeah. Take care of yourself. Let's man. be serious, right? I mean, like yeah. like start recognizing those faults that you have already and go, hey, I want to fix this. If I want to be better at this. And actively go after that. Pursue it. Yeah. I mean, if and it's like start with yourself first. If you want to fix things in your marriage, start with yourself first. Yeah. If you're a freaking alcoholic, go to meetings, man. Go to AA. Yeah. Look, whatever. Go you're to into drugs, fix that shit. Yeah. Go ahead. No, you're good. Keep talking. You're oh, all right. No, we're good. Because oh, okay. we're gonna probably we're going to well, wind up. We're going to have to no. wind it down a little bit soon. Or, yeah. Well, soon-ish anyway, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I just think that, honestly, as fathers and us being like alpha, especially an alpha male, you want to be the leader of your home. And what, when you want to be the leader of your home, you want to show your children, yourself, and your wife. You want them to know that you're going – you don't want them to walk behind. You want all of them to walk beside you. Yep. If you're a father that wants your wife to walk behind you or your kids to walk behind you, fuck you. Man, you know, I'm going to say it right now. I'm so glad that you clarified alpha male and what it should be. Instead it, of no, it is. It's term, a partnership. No, instead of using the coin right. term alpha male no. where you're like driving a freaking lifted black Dodge with freaking no. white Oakleys. And, you're it, using and it's it as white, being not insecure. a Dodge. It's a Toyota. Yeah, but yeah, anyway. With, be insecure <laughs> but about I'm, yourself and treat yeah, women like crap. No, you yeah, don't there you go. treat alpha. Don't treat women like shit. If you're in a relationship and you're an alpha male, you want your wife to walk beside you. You want your kids to walk beside you. And if you can, push those little fuckers in front of you. You need your kids to better. You want them to be better than you. If you only want your kids to be beneath you or exactly what you are. You're not leading from the front. What the fuck are you doing? Like as a Marine, you want your kids to be better than you were. Yeah. As a husband, you want her to be your partner in life. You don't want to belittle her. You don't want to talk down to her. You don't want her to be beneath you. And if you do, that's not marriage. Go get yourself well, a fucking stuffed well, animal. Pause that thought because you don't want her doing that to you either. No. You don't. And so let's be real and, because. And no, I see where you're going with that. Okay. And I love you, bro. I love you too. But in that same instance, Vitamins. it's all about. Fight. fight. It's all <laughs> about. Figuring your shit out first, yeah. I think. You we have, have to start with ourselves. yourself. Not you think. Yeah. You're, you're right on, yeah, man. You have yeah, you're to right fix yourself. And then if your partner can't figure it the fuck out, and it's not going nowhere, and she can't change, she can't see you changing, she doesn't love you, and you can feel that, move the fuck on. There is going to be someone out there, and it could be your best friend. Yeah, I know you're listening. No, I'm just kidding. But, <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah. And... When women hit on a man that's married and they, they know that you're trying to fix this, I have to say this real quick. Why you, the fuck do women do that? You ain't like helping. You, not only are you not helping, if I'm going to cheat on my wife while I'm married with you, do you honestly think, how can you trust me? That's like, just, how the fuck the, can you trust me? It goes the same way with dude, freaking yeah. single dudes hitting on mm-hmm. married women yeah. and failing marriages like too. Like, how the right? hell is yeah. that other part, like, oh yeah, I'm going to well, you know why they do it, with right? you. you. You guys know why they do it, right? Because they want their ass kicked. No, no. it's so no, they no. do it because they know that there that there's no possibility of them being involved in a relationship. Yep. It's hey, if I can have sex with you, this will not work. I know, know, I know it's not going to work, so it's just a freebie. Yep. No big deal. It's like a that's freaking, why they do. I, it. Like, I, I, I don't a, give a, a shit. Sexual mulligan, like yeah, it's like mm-hmm. 
Because you know, oh, well, he's married. He's going to leave me alone. Or maybe that I'm marriage val- wrecks him enough that or, I, he's not going to come pursue me after the marriage yep. anyways. And, and there's a flip side, or maybe he will pursue me because I need to know that I'm more valuable than somebody else. Dude, it's a toxic so, little. Uh, I don't is. know. Cause there's alpha males out there that are like rock your shit. That's right. Fuck with the wrong family. Hmm. Yeah. But, yeah. but it doesn't but stop mean, the, uh, as my, I had a friend in college would say, hey, the ring doesn't close the hole. And like, that is such the a finger does. <laughs> Dude, this fist will what the ring goes in the finger, man. Don't be dirty with me right now. I'm being sensitive and sweet. All right, okay. I thought about it too. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm just, I don't know. Maybe I'm just overthinking shit or something. But no, no, you're processing. No, there's a difference. You're processing processing it, man, because you're weighing there's it's there's a lot of weight to divorce if you haven't been there. Or you're in, you're like transition ends. Like this episode is like kind of targeted to those individuals that kind of see it looming. Yep. There's a lot of weight to it, man. It's not a light decision. This isn't just something like, oh, it's so, it'd be so in your head. You could be playing it out like six months in advance. It's gonna be so easy, man. I'm just gonna freaking ditch, be gone. Well, blah, so blah, blah. The better question it is, yeah, I don't, it ain't easy at all. Like, how often, Junior, have you had a chance to just four walls with a couple of guys just to hang out and chat and get it off your chest? You know me real well. I haven't done this shit in oh, a long time. Weird, huh? Yeah, I know. No, but you're and, doing it now, right? And and, and that's, and that's no, why I've you're been processing doing it. so yeah. much. But it's like to oh fuck, how do you say communication it? changes us though? A man. lot of men like relationship. A lot of men does. don't do what we do. Like I told you since the first time, I know a lot of fucking people. And the first time I was on here, my phone was off the hook. Oh my god, Junior! I didn't even know you were home. Mm-hmm. Um, where are you live in? Da da da. You, you and Tristan hang out where, who's Tristan, you know, like (laughs) my phone blew the fuck up and people were just like, where are you? Let's hang out. But you're becoming a regular on here now too, which is And so I was just like, (laughs) oh, so then they, we talk and shit and then they ask questions and it's good to bounce your life off their life and get feedback because it's, it's like a way of healing, you know, hearing, hearing what they went through. And then you tell them what you went well, through. You're not Tons alone. Of healing. You're not alone, man. Nobody's alone. Nobody's I mean, alone in this. And like, the best part is that, like, I mean, honestly, every time Ryan and I say, hit us up on the Facebook page. If you need help, contact us. Let us know. We'll, we'll, we'll chat with you. We're not going to fix your issues, it, man. We're here to talk. We're not health professionals. Mm-hmm. I mean, become, I have friends that are counselors. Like I can point you in the direction of getting a mental health professional. Like that will cure you out. I mean, and actually offer opportunities for change. Like I can just hear you. That's my job is just to listen. But and everybody listening. Yeah. I mean, reach yeah. out to us. Like well, absolutely any, junior you're in the house. And I mean, you, I didn't plan on you doing a whole lot of the conversing, but uh, you needed yeah. to do it. I mean, it, you just, just came out, didn't it? Yeah. You just, you needed yeah, to but, get it out. Yeah. But we love you, man. Like that's what it is. And like when you allow yourself to be loved, you know, and not romantically that you like, cause you look at that other relationship, man. When I realized like I had a friend give me a hug and say, I love you. I freaking wept, dude. I like a, I feel like the world's. Oh, giant. we do it all the time. But no, yeah. but like, but when you're <laughs> yeah, going through, and it's different though. When you're really going through something, and they just let you let it out, yeah. And then oh, they no, tell yeah. you they love you, even though like I'm dirty and I'm going through crap, and I've got all this weight on me, and I'm just, I'm heart sick. I'm just whatever, like, and they, yeah, okay. And my buddy just said, I know. He's like, I love you. I'm like, frick, man. Like, I just wept. Because there was some safety in that. They're like, my feelings are okay. Like I'm valid in what I feel. Whatever it, you're it feeling you right feel now. feel valued. Like, yeah. like you're worth something though. Because I mean, I have, 
I don't want to say lots of friends, but acquaintances, there's acquaintances, then you have your friends and then you have your brothers. Like if I, a lot of people know if I call you your family, then you're family. Yeah. There's some ownership in that. Yeah. And so I, I tell people all the time, just because you're not blood, you're not, or sorry, just because our DNA isn't the same doesn't mean you're not family. Just because our DNA is the same doesn't mean you are family. But when you get guys that you're comfortable around and you can do that, like I, me and Tristan joke around all the time, bromance, there's a song, great song, listen to it. (laughs) I literally, I I love him like he's my real brother. Same thing with Kendrick. And the other guys I call family out there, don't get pissed off if you hear this. But It's okay, you can be jealous. Yeah. Come at me, bro. Come at me. No, that means you need to open up. (laughs) They just, they need to pursue you. But it's hard, (laughs) but it's hard though for guys to find that group. Yeah. To open up to. And I still get friends that are like, yo, homie, what's up? And st- like back in the old days, and I'm like, dude, we're fucking 40. There's no homie. There's no gangster. There's so, no nothing. And then they want to talk to me and we talk. And then all of a sudden it's crying and it's hugs and fucking shit. And then I'm like, dude, don't you do this to your friends? And they're like, nah, really, Junior, you're my friend. Like you're the one that I, I, I don't dare to do this to other people. And I'm like, why? Yeah. Why is it so hard for a fucking Mel's? to open up to another mill. Like so, who's, who started that? Shit? I got a point to make on that. Cause it kind of, it's going to be kind of our last question is like, you know, why, why were humans created the way they were naked? No, like no. I mean? Why were they created? Like, why That's do we hot? <laughs> There's been a change in our evolution. <laughs> we weren't always like this. No, no. I mean like, why are we created to crave attention? Sex, relationship, love? relationships, or relationship. Relationships. Like we're created for relationship. Comes from you know, the baby. If boomers, you go, you go biblically. Like, let's go biblical. Why? Okay. Why did God create us? Like the f- first reason He says why He created us that we could be in relationship with Him and each other. Right. That like oh, He saw Adam alone. God realized it wasn't good, so He gave him Eve. Right. Gave him relationship. Mm-hmm. We were created for relationship. So in that, like you know, what's the purpose in all of this? Like all this stuff, like divorce and everything that we go through. What is the purpose in all of it? Like why? Like, if you want to take the biblical aspect, why would God hate divorce? Because it breaks relationships. It breaks a relationship. Okay, it doesn't, it gets that. us, like, he doesn't hate the act of divorce. He hates what it does to our heart and what it does to each other because we're willing to break relationship with each other. That's It'll why, kill you. Yes. Find that shit out. Yeah. And that's God why God, wanted. that's why God hates divorce, right? Mm-hmm. And so, yep. you know, like, so what's the purpose in your pain? Like when you go through all this, there's got to be a purpose in it. It's like, well, it's, I went through all that crap because I get to have a conversation with you today. About what I went through. And there's more to it though. I mean, divorce isn't the end all, you know? I mean, like after you divorce, it's not like life's over. No, it doesn't dude. stop. It begins. Right? It you begins get another, again, you get man. a new chance at a better relationship. You get to fix the brokenness you had. You get to move on to somebody else and go, I know what I need to bring now and I'm going to bring it. Yeah. All that effort that well, you just, you know what you need to fix yeah. and you know how to do and it you get better a, the next time. Yes. You're so, so willing to work hard right. to and fix that's this. Part of God's what work. are you going to do when you get somebody that's willing to give it back? But that's part of God's purpose, right? Dude, are you going to freaking cry like so, a baby? Because I know I will when I have to meet, oh, meet that I, woman, dude. I, found, yeah. I will I will just weep some days. Yeah. You got to think about it, though. I mean, in order, and, and people don't think about it this way, how do we recognize light? Because of darkness, dude. We know darkness, so we know light. Yeah. So in order to know joy, you have to know pain also, right? Right. To know love, you have to know sadness and sorrow. 
You have, have, to, so know these you have to know these. Separ- you have to know separation. You have to know distance. Yep. You have to. Know, yeah, I mean, it's, you have to know both sides. If you don't know both sides, then you just have no idea. So, in order for us to sometimes divorce the purpose, is just to show us here is the side. Here's the benefit. It's, it's let like, me bring you something greater. You know, it, God's purpose in it is in Him showing like, are you willing to hurt? For something that could be so incredibly great that it'll blow your freaking mind. I think all did my shit just shut up. No, you're good. I think all men <laughs> are willing to go through hell for you guys. We're in the military, right? I mean, yeah. you guys know that, but that's what I I'm mean. I'm not gonna is, say all men, but because okay, I know yeah, there, are there are a lot of there are a lot of dudes there. that don't don't trust the fact that like yeah. things could be better on I the like other side. I like to talk to them with braille on their face. But long story short, well, what do you I would like is, to man? think like, a lot. Yeah, that's hard. I would like to think there are a lot more men out there that are willing to fight and go through hell and go through pain for their family how and about for their friends. We empower guys to oh, be yeah. that way. Empower more men. They see us and how we act. Yeah. They want to be like us. Yeah. Yep. And, and and that's, I mean, I think we can end on that. Like what you're going through and how you respond to all this negativity and, and the pain and the hurt and the physical, you know, repercussions of the act like of, of what you're going through mm-hmm. and how you respond to that somebody's going to look at you or somebody's going to hear this today junior and be like holy crap man like i was in a bad place but like this dude's like he's on a freaking heart monitor right now mm-hmm. because of it but like he also walked into the room today with a smile on his face mm-hmm. and you know he may reach out to you and be like do we need to talk I mean, you know, we always know the rain brings the grass and the flowers. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to go through the rain before you get to see that the benefit. But that's all right. Yeah. So on that note. Yeah. On that note. It's a long I mean, one. Sorry, guys. We didn't mean to do that. Dude, I, I, love this, I love the topic because I yeah. think we're not, we're not getting into the bashing side of things. I think no. we're really trying to work on like building ourselves back stronger um, through something that, that looks so bleak sometimes. Well, no one wins in a divorce. Like no. it's not. No. no, but I had a turkey friend tell me as long as it bo- at, if a divorce is successful, both parties are pissed off. <laughs> but there's there's better times coming. That's all that matters. Yeah. So, um, join us next week, episode fifteen, fitness after divorce, the last part of fatness, our series. Fitness after divorce or fitness? Fitness. Oh, fitness. <laughs> Unless you're eating the entire time, I can meet somebody right? to feed you. Well, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> but anyway, thanks for joining us. We had a long one. Um, this yeah. is. The Dadvocacy Podcast with Junior and Ken and Ryan. So thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for being here.